We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. It's the Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store, but there's uh, one thing missing this morning, and that is Blueberry Chicks. So uh, but instead of Blueberry Chicks, uh, Shelly Hartman sent uh, Rex Schultz to the studio to fill in, and we've got a lot of things to talk about with Rex. Good morning, Rex. Hey, good morning, Rob. It's good to be here. Yeah, for sure. It's always good to be here when you wake up in the morning and... Uh, well, still be vertical, you know yes. what I mean? You need so, to do it a little bit later. <laughs> right, right, I hear you. Yes. Well, okay, so, you know, blueberry season the last couple of weeks with Shelly. Uh, we've talked about kind of where you guys are, and we certainly know that we're in the wind-down time. It's kind of the last uh, bit of the season. I don't know if there's still any picking going on, but really kind of, I guess, well, that's why you're here. Where exactly are we, Rex? Well, we're getting close to the end of the season. Uh, I think we shared it in the past, you know, the southern states, or the southern counties, I'm sorry. Um, Van Buren County compared to Ottawa County and Muskegon County North. We're in a little bit different cycle. So down here in Van Buren County, we are getting to the end and we'll probably be wrapping up all of our hand picking fresh varieties. Um, by the weekend, um, probably actually around Monday or Tuesday. Right. Now, now, when you say varieties, you do mean kind of variety, right? It's just, isn't there just one you're no, picking? No, no, there's a couple of late varieties. Oh, there's a couple. Okay. Yeah, I there's, we were, there's I, about three, three late varieties. I swear Shelly said it was just about down just to the Elliots. Well, yeah, that's it. But there are some like liberties that are still out okay. there All right. that some of the growers have, not everyone. Okay. Uh, but yeah. So now, some... now do the pickers have to kind of go out there and really hunt for those or do they still, there's still a lot on the bush? No, there, there's still a lot on the bush. We did experience some, a uh, little bit, um, unseasonable temperatures, I guess cooler nights, and uh, of course that slowed down our ripening yeah. process. So, uh, But there's there's a lot of fruit that's out there. Uh, we didn't get the sizing that we were hoping to this year, so a lot of the finished work will probably be with machines coming in and cleaning up the late yeah. varieties next week. Yeah, because it kind of seems like uh, this last three weeks, month or so, we've almost, we're almost like a month early. It kind of seems that middle September weather almost. Yeah, yeah. It's been nice, and the pickers are loving it. But uh, Yeah, and uh, sleeping, it's been great. But for <laughs> yes. I mean, but wherever, wherever there's a reaction, there's an equal, equal and opposite reaction. Exactly, yep. So we're, we're looking at uh, just a good season down here. It was uh, nothing fantastic as far as volume-wise, but it was a good season. And uh, up north in the Holland area and north of there, um, they're going to probably be another week to 10 days before yeah. they finish up up yeah. there. And uh, you did say kind of, we were talking a little bit before we started here, that they've kind of had a little more, uh, they've had a little more issues north of here than we have? Um, a little bit more, yeah. Uh, they're into their uh, situation where their fruit is not ripening. And like I said, with a week or 10 days difference on there, uh, those temperatures yeah. hurt them a little bit more than us because you got to stay warm to get the fruit to develop. And so some of the growers up there, a lot of the growers up there are deciding, you know, the fruit isn't getting blue enough yet and they got pickers and the pickers have to make a wage. And so their um, pickers are either leaving or they're determining, you know, hey, are we just going to go yeah. and machine them okay. once they do ripen? And uh, when you go to machine, there's typically in there a higher uh, percentage of fruit that gets damaged. Oh yeah, yeah, you get that. You'll get softer fruit, and you'll lose fruit on the ground. And and um, you know, the harvesters they're mechanical, right? So it isn't as gentle as as hand. Yeah, be. well, they're violent shakers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's a, okay. So, all right. Well, with the uh, you know season as far as the picking winding down, obviously there's still more to do. There's still processing. Uh, there's right. uh, berries that go to the uh, uh, frozen. Mm-hmm. So, kind of where I mean, how do you evaluate where go what goes to where? And I know there are still some uh, fresh still available. Yes, there is. There's going to be fresh available um, probably over the next three to four weeks, and. Um, in this part. Right. And uh, we do ship a lot at True Blue. We do ship a lot out of state and through our marketing people and stuff. So uh, we have a program that for the late varieties, as long as they can hold well in the cooler, then we pack yeah. them and uh, they get shipped all over the United How States. long usually is that, uh, you know, the, the fresh standard? Okay, they come off the uh, uh, bush on August 1st. How long are they fresh? Well, we take them, when we put them into a CA or MA environment, uh, controlled atmosphere, moderated atmosphere environment, mm-hmm. uh, we basically call what we put them to sleep. And we bag them, and then they have a gas inside there, and that keeps them uh, from developing any bacteria and developing any mold or anything like that. Yeah, okay. So, so depending you, you on the fruit. You can put a picked fruit to sleep. I mean, yeah. I, I've heard of, you know, I mean, live bushes in the ground yes. go dormant, but I've never heard of a picked fruit can go to sleep. Yes, and it depends on the quality coming in. So every bit of quality that comes, or every bit of fruit that comes in, we check that quality, and we make a determination. How long are we going to take and store it before we pack it? Some okay. of it we might pack right this week or in a day or two. Right. And some of it we might pack in two weeks, and others we might hold for as much as three or four weeks. How, how much of that is past knowledge to know which varieties to hold longer to? Or, or what, I mean, what are you really looking for when you're trying to decide where it goes? Well, it, it's usually the late varieties, and the difference is, is that between your mid-season variety, like your blue crop, compared to your Elliott, um, it's the blue crop is a sweeter berry, more sugars are in it. Mm-hmm. The more sugars are in it, the faster it will break down. So we usually, uh, in a blue crop situation, if we put any of them during the season into the MA program, then we're going to only hold them for a couple of weeks. Okay. Where you could take the Elliott's, the late varieties, less sugar content, and we can hold them depending on how they come off the bush and how they come in. Uh, we can hold them up to four to six weeks even. Okay. So, I mean, it's really uh, fairly complicated, you know, stuff you guys are trying because it can cost you a lot of money if you make the wrong decision. Yes, it can. And um, the one thing nice about it is is that uh, it's constantly monitored. And then when we go to pack it at True Blue, it's packed in the raw form, not in containers like it, you would buy in the store, okay. the clamshells. So that allows us to take and go through it one more time. And look at it through our automated sorting system, mm-hmm. as well as uh, manual uh, inspectors that we have for sorting as well. So we can take out any damaged fruit or soft fruit out of that. And so when it's packed, you will never know the difference. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, that's a pretty interesting stuff. You know, there's a lot of people that uh, don't know anything about blueberries, and I really don't know when it comes down to it. I, I know what I've learned with you guys and certainly some... Uh, you know, over the years, I've been around it, so I kind of, and I know a little bit about growing, but what's the biggest difference between blueberries and any other produce? Well, first of all, the blueberry is the only piece of produce that uh, is 100% edible. Uh-huh. I mean, you don't have nothing. Well, we've heard that a lot, and that, yeah. so that's really when I have, because I've asked that question several times, yep. and that's almost always the first top answer. Yep, and uh, of course, it has tremendous health values to it. And uh, they just keep finding more and more good health benefits to it each and every day. And, of course, the flavor, the taste. And uh, Michigan here, you know, we have one of the 
best tasting bluebirds that there is there. And yeah. in my opinion, it is the very best. And, uh, you know, you can go to the supermarket and you can buy fruit and you see the real big jumbo fruit and whether it be grapes or strawberries or blueberries, you look at that big fruit and it looks great in the package and it's beautiful presentation. But when you open it up and you taste it, you don't get the flavor. Right. And there's nothing like this ecosystem in okay. Southwest yeah. Michigan here. Well, that, I think we should talk, talk a little bit about that, but we have to take a break. And when we come back, okay. we'll talk a little bit about why this ecosystem is so great. And before I do go, I want to make sure I kick out the blueberry store number. So if you have any questions about blueberries, you want to talk to Hillary or whoever it may be, call 877-654-2400. That's 877-654-2400. The Blueberry Chicks with a Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store on Robert's Moondog Show. Hey, y'all, the documentary that's been taking Southwest Michigan by storm, House of David, Life Everlasting, is coming soon to a theater near you. I always wanted to say that. Public showings have already been scheduled throughout Southwest Michigan, the Grand Rapids area, South Bend, Indiana, and it's just getting started. It's played to sold-out theaters, and folks have even been turned away. So don't you miss your chance to see this amazing piece of Michigan history. Go to hodfilm.com for the current schedule and lots more. House of David, Life Everlasting. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Rob Bird's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. You're listening to Rob Bird's Moondog Show on WCSY-FM, South Haven. It's the Blueberry Chicks by the Blueberry Store. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. The Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. Rex Schultz here in the studio. Good morning once again, sir. Hey, good morning. Yes, uh, and, I, and I forgot and I don't have it written down, but what, what is your title? Well, um, you know, I really don't have a title at True, Flu, True Blue. True. I guess that would be... Uh, Rex Schultz is his title. Yeah, more more in just uh, just fresh fresh marketing and sales. Okay, uh, for True Blue, but I, right. I do grower relations on there, and I uh, work with Shelly on a lot of different projects, and I work a little bit with a frozen, right. but not. Uh, it's mostly in fresh and dealing with the the marketing people, taking yeah. taking and getting their information okay. and communicating with them for orders and pickups and sales. Sure. And, and, and do you have any part in like uh, working with? I know there's like legislative <laughs> groups and. Uh, I think we talked about that before, yeah. where you're a part of some of that, too. Right. And uh, I have to thank my uh, wonderful boss, Shelly Hartman, for getting me into these programs. She's been a tremendous mentor. But uh-huh. uh, uh, because of her and what I've learned with her over the last 10, 11 years, um, I have been very active um, with several different organizations, one being the uh, Michigan Farmers Union, which is the National Farmers Union. And uh, I get invited to a lot of different things that they have. They're very political in what they're doing. Uh, this coming September, the 11th through the 14th, I'll be going to Washington, D.C. with them once again. I've right. been there several times. And uh, we actually, with the Farmers Union, they have it set up. So you see legislators, you see your senators and, and uh, congressmen and women from this state. And you talk to them about different things that's concerned for the farmer yeah. in Michigan. And uh, ask them to support different bills that sure. are being out there. And 
Now, I have to ask, because uh, in, in the political climate we have today, I mean, Republican, Democrat, it's like mm-hmm. the teeth are out. And do you find that with uh, dealing with this? Is it a lot of bipartisan or you say I get more support from Democrats or I more support from Republicans? Is Well, no, we're, we're very blessed in Michigan because we do get bipartisan support um, on both sides of the aisle. We have... Uh, Debbie Stabenow, who's a tremendous supporter of us, mm-hmm. and we have Bill Heisinger, who's a tremendous supporter. And they both will work uh, sure. across the table and work for things for, for the farmers. And, of course, Debbie Stabenow, our, our state senator, she is also uh, chair of the uh, U.S. Ag Committee. So uh, we get a lot of help from her. Right. And, uh, and Bill Heisinger, he is actually very well respected and has a great relationship with uh, the other side, and uh, he was actually in one of our uh, 201 investigations. He was able to go out and seek signatures for support of our yeah. agenda. And uh, he did a tremendous job as well as stabbing us. Nice. And so those are the people that we get to see in Washington. Yeah, because when it really comes mm-hmm. down to our agriculture and food, we, it should not be partisan at all. I no. mean, there, but of course, we know how politics works, but yeah. I don't. I mean, we don't need to go into all of that. But right. it's nice to know that Blueberries has the politics, too. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it, it, and we, we do a lot of things uh, with the Farmers Union. Um, it's a great organization, and I'm a member of that, and I'm their board of directors. Yep. But also, I'm a member of Farm Bureau, who's another fighter for us. And so I just try to keep active as possible and just continually fighting for, yeah. the, for the farmer, yeah. not only the blueberry farmer, but for the farmers. Not many people probably know how you actually affect their households. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, all right. Well, we wanted to talk about uh, why we have such a great climate here. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Lake Michigan is, uh, has to be the biggest part of it. But, uh, you know, tell me about why the, the strip, uh, really kind of from the bottom of Lake Michigan to about... Uh, uh, all the way up past Traverse City. Uh, past Traverse City. And you really were looking in what about uh, 50, 40, 50 miles in. Yeah, and that, good... that's the that's the blueberry belt. Yeah, you know why? It. Why? I mean, other than, I mean, well, tell me because we know it's the lake, but there's mm-hmm. got to be other conditions. Well, it, it's just uh, the lake. Of course, is the biggest part of it. You know, because we get that warmer weather in yeah. the winter, and we get the cooler. Yeah, it moderates our weather summer. for sure. Yeah, it does, and so and that of course affects our soil and uh, everything that grows around it. And uh, you get over to the other side of the state, and it's a whole different uh, soil complexion over there and um, different weather conditions over there. Mm-hmm. We, we seem to get the, the rain that we need, even though we have drought times, but we seem to get the rain here because of it. Right. And uh, we just have great growing conditions for here now, because of Lake Michigan. And, and, and what's kind of strange about that is, okay, let, let's talk grapes, too. I mean, mm-hmm. this is a great same kind of belt for right. grapes in this Absolutely. area because of the lake. Now, grapes are so much better in California, but the blueberries aren't better in California. Why right. would that be? It's the, it's the soil that, that you take and the acidity in the soil, and that's why we can't grow really fantastic wine grapes like they have in California, mm-hmm. but we are learning ways to treat right. and to treat that soil to get those Good tasting grapes, yeah. As well as you, you got to, as far as I'm concerned, you got to be a real wine snob to tell the yeah. difference. Because I've been out to Fen Valley <laughs> on many a days, and that's pretty darn good. Yeah, yeah, it is. And uh, yeah, I just love this area for all the things that they do grow, like the grapes and the strawberries mm-hmm. and the blueberries and apples and peaches and corn. Just, or, I mean, corn, we're just, yeah. We we do we do well. What. What percentage, I guess you probably wouldn't know, but I mean, we, we've got to have a pretty huge percentage of, let's just say, that same belt 
for just general agriculture, well, it's got to be pretty huge. Well, in, in Michigan, it is huge. I mean, it's uh, you take Michigan, and uh, they are the third largest ag-producing state in the union. I mean, okay. they, they're the third largest. Is, is corn probably one of our biggest? Um, you know, I don't know where corn fits in on that. And I, I would probably say, I, I don't think so. Really? Because, you know, we get, we get corn, but we don't get the corn like they get in Illinois and Iowa right. and Nebraska. Right. You know, they'll have huge ears and... And their volumes are just so much greater, just okay. so much greater. Because sure it seems when you make that trip from like mm-hmm. Grand Rapids to uh, Detroit that there's a lot yeah. of uh, corn. Oh, oh there, there is, there is. But yeah, and, but I've been to Iowa too. Yeah. And nice thing and, about them is a snowmobile in Iowa, and they have these mm-hmm. path. They have big wide paths through the cornfields, and they have no speed limits. You yeah. go as fast as you want. <laughs> it's all flat. <laughs> so have you ever been snowmobiling? Uh, yeah, I've been snowmobiling. It's been years ago, though. Okay. Yep. I said certainly uh, something we get sidetracked on. But uh, let, let's say, uh, you know, okay, so, you know, our soil is great. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the the lake moderates our our weather. And then, I mean, but the one thing about our uh, climate here is it's very short, really. Yes. That, that's the bad part of it. Mm-hmm. And, and that season for blueberries is determined in length by the weather, right. completely by the weather. This year, we finished early. Normally, we're picking past Labor Day, and uh, we're done early. We started a little bit late. We we have started as early as uh, down here, June 25th, 26th. Mm-hmm. And this year and, and last year, we were like July 3rd or 4th when we started. And normally, we go past Labor Day, just past Labor Day, and now it's getting to where, yeah. uh, you know, we're basically finished up August 26th. Okay. I'm going I'm to throw a hypothetical by. Let, mm-hmm. Let's say that this belt that we're talking about from the tip of Lake Michigan up to Traverse City, mm-hmm. uh, 50 miles in, whatever it is, let's say that was moved down straight down to Lake Kentucky and they had the right conditions for mm-hmm. it. Now, would the season be a lot longer or would you be able to harvest two or three times or would it change? Uh, no, it would, it would probably be a little bit longer down there. It would be just because of the, there again, the winter can affect the harvest in the right. summer. Okay. Because like these stuff like hemp and stuff, you can get three or four harvests per yeah. year if yep. you're in the right place. And, and you can actually, in Michigan, I mean, we, we've had, uh, on my farm, uh, we've had where we've picked the fruit four and five times. Okay. You know, and uh, that determines on how good is your spray cycle, your spray program, right. your, your fertilizer program, and how's the weather, and and um, just how often you pick, and... Um, it all and what's the weather like when you're picking? Right. If you get rain and you get splits, because you're you're in a little bit of a dry spot, and then you get two inches of rain, then the berries will split. So you got to let them heal before you pick them. So there's so many factors. There's a lot that goes into it. Okay. Yes. Well, you guys are hearing it from the master of blueberries, and he'd probably mm-hmm. say he's not, but he certainly has mm-hmm. an awful lot of knowledge for sure. Uh, we'll be back with Rex Schultz. But if you want any blueberry questions, call the Blueberry Store at 877-654-2400. This is the Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store on Robert's Moondog Show. 
If you're looking for some fresh new music, check out the music of the Trussin' Bird Band. Find all their music wherever you do your streaming. You can also find them on iTunes if you would like to purchase it for your collection. Trussin' Bird Band's music is a gritty mix of rock, blues, pop, and a little bit of reggae and country in the mix. Check out TrussinBirdBand.com to see all their music videos and find out more about this amazing group of musicians. That's TrussinBirdBand.com. T-R-U-S-I-N-B-Y-R-D-Band.com. It is true. You can get quality social media marketing, radio time, and video production in one place. Moondog Productions specializes in all three. Now is the time to increase your presence and keep yourself in the public eye. Through Robert's Moondog Show, Moondog Productions offers radio advertising, social media marketing, and video production that will get you noticed. Call Moondog Productions at 269-872-3049 to find out how we can design a program that will fit your budget. It's the Blueberry Chicks by the Blueberry Store. We're back on Robert's Moondog Show. The Blueberry Chicks with the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store. That 800 number one more time is 877-654-2400. Just in case I forget it going out. But uh, right. So we're, we've, we've certainly covered a lot of information in this half hour. is just flying by. Um, but we do want to talk about the UPIC, which, of course, True Blue Farms is closed. We've already talked about that. Right. But we're pretty much looking at all the UPICs are closed in that, in that this belt that we've been talking about. Yes. Yeah, that's all done. Um, all the varieties that they use for UPIC are done. And, um, of course, we're at the end of the tail end, and you're not going to have people go out there and, and pick the smaller berries. They just don't won't right. come there to do it. Right. So a lot of the UPICs have shut down, but a lot of the UPICs also have retail stores. As like True Blue. All right. So there's uh, products available there. They stay open for them. Uh, like with True Blue, we take and uh, have a the wholesale warehouse, um, True Blue sales warehouse, I should say, and uh, they do gift baskets. You know, they're getting into the frozen, shipping frozen right. blueberries now and gift baskets for the season. They are so busy when it comes to uh, the fall time and uh, people start sending in orders and before Thanksgiving for gift baskets for Christmas. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and that's uh, so with all those being closed, but like uh, at True Blue Farms, they have the little store there at the UPIC. That's still actually open for a little while. No, longer. no, that, that, no, that one's closed too. That one's closed too. Just okay. the one downtown. Okay, just the one downtown is open. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. And can they get anything at the warehouse out there on uh, Phoenix? Uh, yeah, they can stop in there as okay. well. Yeah, and they have a lot. They, it's right across from the campground. So they get a lot of people that come in there from I'm going to get in trouble on my own show for not having my uh, oh, okay. my, my ringer turned off. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, he said it about going to the store. So if you guys are looking for some fresh blueberries still, call 877-654-2400 for the blueberry store. So, okay, so now what? Is there any special maintenance that needs to be done on a U-Pick, or is it pretty much exactly the same as the rest of the bushes? No, it's the same on, on there. We, we have a fall program that we all follow, or some might be a little bit different than others, but we go into the fall, and we uh, have fall fertilizer applications that we put on. We also do uh, pruning over the winter, mm-hmm. and uh, we, it's very important to prune, and that, that also pruning is a part of the development sizing. Sure. So if you don't have a good pruning program, then Tennessee's is that you're going to get a lot of small fruit. and, uh, when's, and the, yeah, when's the best time to start uh, pruning? Usually right in the um, early spring, you know, okay. right after the snow starts melting. And, like and into that get March down. maybe, in the end yeah. of February? Yeah, February, March, along yeah. in there and stuff. So that you don't get them too early, and then over the wintertime they end up uh, not healing up when you make the cuts because you don't want yeah. that to be – you want that to be healed over and um, – 
and you get the best time to heal it is when it starts its cycle to wake okay. up from from right. its winter hibernation. All right, so it's so, really getting all the juices flowing, I guess, yeah, so to speak, yep. and that's kind of what it's at. Is it like really at its healthiest at that point when it's waking up? Um, no, its no. healthiest is is when it's starting development on on flowering. On flowering, okay. Yeah, that's the time. That's all the right. crucial time. You get the leaves coming out, and you know it's a uh, crucial time though. Is like as far as frost goes, uh, is when that gets that bud, yep. and then when you get that bud on there, then you got to start watching temperatures. And uh, how that bud works is, is you could start out at, um, you could take a temperature down to 20 degrees when the bud's there. But as it starts opening, then the temperature, okay, it's up to 28. Mm-hmm. And then it comes to open, you get that burst, and now it's 30. Yeah, which you means know. at that point you can't take any. Right, yeah. And so you have to start any running freezing. So you, protection. Yeah, so, yeah. so it really the protection is to run your irrigation. Right, exactly. Okay. That's the way so we do the it. So that cold water is just a little bit warmer than. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, and, and have you ever seen anybody uh, lose a full crop because they have, uh, it was damaged due to frost? Um, I have seen some. Um, I don't know about a full crop. Yeah, there's been full crops, I guess. There's a couple of them yeah. that, that have lost it, you know, that didn't have frost protection. And some people, you know, you got to be careful with frost protection too. You got to know what you're doing. You got to make sure that you start your frost protection before that temperature gets right. to the freezing point. Okay. Because you want to cover it with water and then the ice around it with the water there, it protects it from, you don't want it to freeze up. Okay. If you start throwing water on there at 30, 32 degrees, and it, as soon as it hits, it freezes, that's bad news. Okay. you got to keep the water going and to keep the water going to keep the ice. And, and as the ice builds, you're just keeping more and more water on it. And then that will take and you just keep running it until the sun comes up and all of that little bit of ice on there melts. Okay. How, what's the longest you've ever had to run that, that system to keep oh, it from freezing? Um, probably eight, nine hours. Okay. So never really more than like a day or two where even in the daytime, you know, could it, could it freeze in the daytime or have to worry it, about it? Well, it could, but you usually don't have that because of the sun. Okay. Usually, because what, what happens is, is that you get your, your cold nights when there's no clouds in the sky. Right. Okay. Absolutely. So you're not keeping the right. heat, heat yep. there. Yep. The thermal layer. You're right. For sure. Okay. Yep. So we've got about two and a half minutes here left, uh, three minutes Anything that we got to make sure that Shelly sent you with to make sure she um, wanted you to talk about? Well, I want to take and, uh, yeah, a couple of things. Um, I just want to encourage all the farmers out there to uh, be more active and involved in what's going on in your industry, whether it be mm-hmm. blueberries or corn or whatever, because it's very important to communicate with our legislators. Yeah. And if they don't hear from us, they don't know what we need. Right, And so we got a lot of things going on right now with the uh, Farm Bureau and uh, also the Farmers Union. You know, we're talking about uh, Fairness to Farmers Acts with the Farmers Union that's doing. We've got a tremendous uh, program that we're working on with the USDA for crop insurance to help mm-hmm. the farmers in, in the blueberry industry. But also the Farmers Union is also doing it for for their family farms. Sure. For And uh, we just, I encourage people to get involved with it. be with Farm Bureau and National Farmers Union or just your local legislators, you know, your state legislators. Get going and get involved with them and talk to them and, and go to seminars and look online and, and go to webinars yeah. and well, be it, a part of it. If someone doesn't know where to start, who do they call or if they want uh, to uh, talk to someone and say, hey, what, what can I do to be helpful? Well, you can, you can contact me. I'm president of the Michigan Blueberry Advisory Committee, and it's just uh, rex at mbbac.us. And they can email me, or, and uh, they can go to our website, 
and uh, look us up and and contact us and and I don't care what, yeah. what kind of grower you are. What, we'll, what we'll about an old school fellow like me who's t- so tired of texts and emails and just wants to make a phone call? Can I? Then just have them call True Blue and ask for Rex. All right, just call True Blue and ask for Rex, and that would be at the eight hundred number. Yeah. All right, which yep. is eight seven seven six five four twenty four hundred. We've got another minute left. Yeah. Anything? anything well, um, big going on in, in your life? Well, yeah. Actually, there's a couple of things going on in my life. Uh, I uh, am taking and get ready to spend my winter in Florida. Oh. So you, I'm not going to shovel snow and is, burn wood this year. This is your first year being a snowbird, huh? Well, actually, last year was. Okay. All I was, right. I was so you got a little experience. Year. Yeah. So if there's a long winter up here, I don't care. I'm not coming Jimmy home Crack until Jimmy and I don't care. Huh? Right. All right. So where are you going in Florida? Uh, we have a condo in Fort Myers. Right on. So we're going down there, and my wife and I, and and uh, we were down there last year for a few months, and we're going to well, be a few months longer yeah. this year. I have a feeling you're not going to be taking off right away here. So. No, no, no. I'll be I'll be here through cranberry season because okay. we pack cranberries. Yeah. So We didn't talk about cranberries. I'll no. give you 30 seconds to talk about cranberries. Okay, yeah. Cranberry season's coming on. We uh, pack for a local grower out of uh, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And a uh, great guy, uh, Nakusa Family Farms, and, and we pack for him, and we start that up at, right at the end of September. How is it good we'll be, for this area? It's great for this area because, first of all, we can keep our people employed at True Blue Farms. Uh, mm-hmm. It does generate some some local income for the people there. We uh, will have probably in the neighborhood of about 30 workers that will be working through cranberries, 30 to 40 workers. And um, they sell their cranberries all over the place. So uh, they're a big grower. So you'll see it's good, an organic Good cranberry. for the world. Good for the world. All yes, right. it is. Well, we need, to, we need to go. It's time to take a break. All I'm right. going long. Blueberry Store, 877-654-2400 for any questions. And this is the Blueberry Chicks, the Blueberry Buzz by the Blueberry Store on Rob Bird's Moondog Show. Mm-hmm.